That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our first episode of the Hero Hour show for the New Year's. This is a show we talk strictly about comic book movies comic book media and i am joined by special guests from the cinemania world team first we have amanda hello from canon cinema amanda how are you i am so good i can't wait to uh dive into this with you guys because we have a lot to talk about so i'm excited yes and we are also joined from the cinemania world team we have leo leo hello how are you Hey, I'm doing real good, man. Look, I got to talk some Cobra Kai earlier, and now I get to talk about comic book movies. Like, what a great double whammy for the day. So thanks for having me on. Can't wait to chat, and let's talk about it. Confession, I haven't watched a single episode. Same Come on. Amanda, <laughs> yo, we've been on you for know, years about Cobra Kai. It's about time. It's your time. It's my time. <laughs> single episode. We're also joined from the Cinemania team. We Brett, Brett, hello, how are you? Hey, Dwayne, how's it going? I am great. Like Manda said, a lot to talk about this year. Super exciting year if you are a comic book media fan. It's also been a long time since I was on the pod, so I'm super excited to finally be back and talking with all of you beautiful people. Welcome back, my good friend. I missed you very much. Um, lastly, we're joining special guest. We have Wonder Meg herself. Meg, how are you? How are you doing? I am so good. Thank you for uh, having me on today. Uh, like everyone else, I'm super excited to talk about all of the amazing uh, movies that are going to come out this year. So thank you for having me. Real quick, Megan, before we get into the show, uh, we've all been on the show talking about our favorites, you know, favorite stuff from last year. You know, when it came to movies in general, or just you know, comic book movies from last year. So, Brett, Brett, you too. After I get, after I get, um, you know, Meg's answer. But Meg, what was some of your favorite stuff from last year? Um, that you know, that you know, after twenty twenty one, we had a lot that came out last year. So, what were some of your favorites? Uh, obviously, Zack Snyder's Justice League was Ooh. like my all time favorite movie uh, last year. Just the entire journey to get there and being able to enjoy it. Uh, I actually got to see it in theaters, so that um, that really boosted oh. the experience as well. I still love that yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but other than that, definitely enjoyed uh, the Green Knight. I was really surprised that I enjoyed Ooh. it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, the so Last Duel. Oh, man i love that movie so much <laughs> i love it um and then you know all of the cool like disney plus shows that came out that mm. i was very surprised that i enjoyed as much as i did shout out to the falcon and the winter soldier that's my, my favorite girl. marvel my thing girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man i love that show so much um but yeah i know just in general i feel like there was a lot of great stuff that came out last year um but those are probably some of my favorite and Brett, what about you? Yeah, honestly, it's kind of crazy because if you look back at 2021 as a year as a whole, it really wasn't all that great. Uh, but for no. movies, it it was pretty great, <laughs> honestly. Like like uh, all the ones that Meg said, of course, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's Justice League, easily among like 10 out of 10, among my top favorite movies 
possibly creeping up into the ever territory but i mean then you also have like spider-man no way home dune Mm -hmm. was just an experience i've enjoyed multiple times already last night in soho the suicide squad no time to die it was just there was so much good Mm -hmm. coming from movies especially after 2020 basically everything new either got pushed to streaming or pushed completely to a different year so 2021 was like eh, it was just so refreshing to have so many good movies come out after a year-long drought I agree, and Dune had no right to be oh what it gosh. was. No right at all. <laughs> um, okay, everyone, we are going to get into this. Is the uh, we are in a new year? Happy New Year's, everyone! It's January eighth. We are going to be discussing uh, the the upcoming year that we have for comic book movies, uh, movies as a whole. So whatever that's coming out this year, uh, nothing as of right now. The only one that's been delayed into another month, not like the following year, uh, is Morbius. Thank God. Okay, and then. Then we also have, um, I I fear, well, um, you know, Wakanda Forever is going to get delayed, but we'll, yeah. we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But as as for now, you know, that's a movie we'll discuss. You know, when that movie comes up, we're gonna go through each month. So we'll start. I guess we were supposed to start with Morbius. It was supposed to come out in a couple of weeks, but it got delayed till April. So our first comic book movie of the year is a big one. Um, the Batman, which I can't even believe that's our first right now. It still feels kind of surreal. The movie comes out, uh, I believe it's March 3rd is when it comes out. No, March 4th is when The Batman officially comes out. Uh, these trailers have been absolutely insane. Every time they drop some photos, I'm just in awe at what I'm looking at. Like, this movie just looks crazy. Um, I'm so glad. we've we, We've been hearing about some stuff with the DCEU as far as like rumors of what's going to happen with the flash. So it made me really happy that this movie is like a completely away from that. What's happening with that universe. So um, I'm super excited for it, but let's go around. I'll get all you guys' thoughts on the movie. I'll start with you, Leo, your thoughts on the Batman on March. I mean, look, we were coming on here talking about Dune and you've got Greg Frazier shooting this who did dune so man the cinematography is about to be absolutely outstanding uh from the trailer so far it looks like a crazy good batman movie and it looks like we're going to get a lot more detective work from bruce wayne and that's something we haven't really seen in the live action movie so i'm really looking forward to that a lot i gotta admit guys when they first announced robert pattinson as the batman I was a little shaky about it i was like look man i need my edward cullen coming up in the t- into the batman <laughs> But man, he has really proven to be a strong, very strong actor since then. And uh, when I actually heard it announced, I went ahead and went through a lot of his filmography. And this was before The Lighthouse came out. So I went through Good Time and a couple others. And man, I have a lot of faith after just sitting through some movies that he led. But I'm really looking forward to this to get that detective side of Bruce Wayne, to get the great, awesome cinematography. The fight choreography looks absolutely fantastic. Complete opposite from the 355, which I just saw a couple of days ago. This looks like it's going to have some outstanding fight choreography, some great Bruce Wayne, great Batman. I'm really looking forward to Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman too, man. I can't wait for it. So it looks great. It looks, you know what I'm really excited about when it comes to that movie? It's just the costume design. It it It's so simple as far as how, as far as how everyone's costumes look like Catwoman just has like a, I think that's like a hat. 
and, and that gun up. blade that that but, blade bat like the gun like, the gun um, being split looks... up and making the bat symbol is so cool man yeah i also really really like the riddler's look i think it's very different it's very unique and stuff so it's another thing let's go to you manda what about you um the batman how you feel um this is actually the first trailer where i've watched it more than once to be honest um i know that's like i don't know why i just keep watching it it's just it's a different feeling that i get when i watch the batman trailer that i haven't gotten from other comic book films um recently like new ones so um obviously spider-man no way home is great but like uh the batman trailer is just something about it it's just it's just eerie and like leo touched upon the detective work you just see that in the trailer that we're gonna get little snippets of that and dive into it in the film mm-hmm. um but for me the most important thing watching the trailer especially the bat and the cat trailer is the fact that zoe kravitz and robert pattinson have ridiculous chemistry and it like radiates off that screen so i'm really excited to see both of them together i am so excited for selena kyle um in this and i'm so happy for zoe kravitz that like that relationship is what's keeping me going and it's just a completely different feel greg frazier cinematography as leo touched upon as well like it looks so crispy and so good and the sound design man we heard those bone crunches in that first teaser trailer and i'm just so so freaking excited for this movie and seeing the trailer in imax that's a different feel as well so um yeah it looks kick-ass i was also on the fence about Robert Pattinson for separate reasons, but uh, <laughs> for separate reasons. Um, but uh, yeah, it the suit looks good. Fight choreo is going to be awesome. And we have a Riddler and he looks killer. So I'm excited. Can I jump in real quick? That shot of Batman like walking toward the car in the second, like, at the end of the second trailer is just absolutely. That's the first time I feel bad for a villain. Poor, yeah. I was like, poor like, fucking penguin, man. <laughs> He's out of here. He's done. That's it. I'm sorry, my guy. You know, I feel I feel bad for these villains and these crime, these like these these you know these crime bosses in this movie. They just got to get beat up, and it's not fair. And you know, Robert Pattinson's Batman is super mad and stuff. I don't know what about. Oh, we know what about, but you know, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, Meg, how about you? How are you feeling about the Batman coming out on March? Oh my gosh, I. I don't think I can really put into words how much I love Robert Pattinson. So like when he was announced that he was going to be the new Batman, I was like so gung-ho. I've been like the biggest Robert Pattinson defender since basically my teenage years. (laughs) So um, for him to play Batman, one of my favorite superheroes, I was just so down. Um, But other than Robert Pattinson, I mean, you have uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, which she just looks so she has just like this alluring like vibe to her. She's just so Mm -hmm. she's so sexy. Like this movie just looks like the word sex, like the definition of sex. It's true. Right. (laughs) And then release that bat in the cat trailer. They know what they're doing. (laughs) The chemistry was just like off the charts. Um, Andy Serkis as Alfred, so excited to see that. Um, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, um, who looks unrecognizable, which is absolutely, uh, I'm everything about this movie just looks insane. Um, I'm really excited for 
the score to finally come out so I can listen to it over and over and over. Um, this movie is really just super grungy and the aesthetic is just so up my alley, just the angst and the grunge. I'm just, <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, this is probably the movie I'm most excited to see next year for sure. Yeah, what's 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 interesting with what you guys are saying about Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson's chemistry is that when she was cast, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, because I heard the other choices and I kind of was more interested. I think they had, I think it was, it was, it was Isaac Gonzalez was like yeah. one of the choices, and I was like, oh, I kind of would have loved to see that. But then they they said that they, you know, the reports was like they they all had the screen test with Robert. And I was like, okay, cool. And then after seeing that Bat in the Cat trailer and seeing the other trailers, I'm like, okay, I get why they they casted her because their chemistry is like crazy. The mm-hmm. shot that everyone shares online of like them and like the sunset, I'm like, it's just, I mean, it really is like a perfect pairing. So um, I, I really can't wait to see the both of them on screen together and see, you know, kind of what Catwoman's role is in the movie. But uh, Brett, how about you? How are you feeling about the Batman? Oh, man. I don't even know what else I can add. I think everyone's really nailed it so far. But on top of being my most anticipated comic book movie this year, it's by far my most anticipated movie. Uh, Yeah, I'm a huge Batman fan. He's by far my favorite character. I grew up with the animated series and Batman Beyond. The Dark Knight is my second favorite movie of all time. So I'm obviously stoked. Um, but on t- I also want to add this before I get into my excitement a little bit. If this movie happens to get delayed, there's a very high probability that I'm going to dive headfirst into my frozen swimming pool. <laughs> um, just so everyone's aware. If someone wonders why I'm concussed in the hospital in a coma, that's why. But in all seriousness, though, it's nuts. Like, my excitement for this movie, I agree with what everyone's saying. I did exactly what Leo did. When I heard Robert Pattinson, I was like, okay. And then I went and watched mm-hmm. more of his filmography, and I was like, shit, okay. Like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And and the rest of the casting, some of the other casts, too, that people aren't talking as much about, like Paul Dano as the Riddler. The dude kills at oh, everything he's in. He does not get enough love. Andy Serkis is on my mm-hmm. list of actors that everything mm-hmm. he's in is automatically better because he's in it. You have Matt Reeves directing coming fresh off of Dawn of and War for the Planet of the Apes, both like 10 mm-hmm. out of 10 movies. Michael Giacchino scoring. And like everyone said, Greg Frazier with the cinematography. Everything about this movie, the trailers included, screams like it's going to be a masterpiece. And I am fully hoping that it is. I know there's so much like what I'm like scared about is like there's so much. You know when there's like so much hype for something? So much mm-hmm. hype. Like. Like I was have like okay so like like one of my, my favorite horror franchise is like is like Scream right so this new Scream I'm like oh my god yeah. like this is is what if it's what if it's a disaster like I don't dislike any Scream movie I love all of them even three but like I was just like what what if this is just like a a train wreck and they and they know what they were doing so like these first reactions were like a breath of fresh air but I, you know first reactions are very like you know you know sometimes like <laughs> you just never know. So, you know, I'm excited for next week. So, with, but with this movie, it's like, I can't imagine a world where it is bad because I just, everything that I've seen so far just looks so good. And every trailer has hit, every like line delivery has hit, you know, the score and the cinematography and just like the Funkos came out. And I was like, these are the, these are the greatest Funkos I've ever seen. <laughs> I just, so, like, I, I, um, yeah, I'm super excited for the Batman. I, if it gets delayed, it I don't think it will. Just because I feel like the Sony delayed Morbius because um, you know, they 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 don't want it to get kind of run over by Spider-Man because Spider-Man is still doing like really, really good. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I think is what happened, why they delayed it a couple, you know, into 
couple a couple months, you know, about ahead and stuff. So I I I I hope I think the Batman is safe. If it does get laid when we're like this close, I'm like, dude, I'll be like, dude, come on, like so. Um, but I but I am super excited for the Batman, and I can I cannot wait. Uh, there's there I don't want to see any anything else from the movie because like I've seen what I needed what I've needed to see, um, as far as like trailers and stuff. So I'm just super excited for it to come out. Uh, next May sixth we have actually no next is Morbius April <laughs> was it April first something. All right. I'll start here. Listen, I, I I can't. I I don't know this Sony verse. I just I'm not with it. I know it has the fans. You know, I know Amanda is in love with this Venom. <laughs> I, I can't. Do, I I cannot do more more because I don't know. And now there's like there's like rumors of maybe maybe they're trying to fit in Andrew Garfield. I mean that would be great, mm-hmm. but do it. this I I don't know. Uh, so I'll start with you, Amanda. Yeah. Morbius. It looks. What's, what's it doing? looks cool to me. Uh, I know. It's, I don't know, man. It's different. I I like the vibe. I think this role suits Jared Leto like to a T. Like it, it looks perfect for him. To be honest, um, anything is better than the House of Gucci. Uh, yeah, literally. R.I.P. <laughs> me in that three-hour thing. Um, sorry, Ridley Scott. Not sorry because you made it. But anyways, um, Jer- I was on board for Jared Leto. I'm like, you know what? Cool. Uh, let let's do this. And for me, it's just a different vibe, and that's what I'm looking for. If something feels different, like the Batman feels different, um, I I really mm. like that. Even the tone in Spider Man No Way Home, I felt that was different as well. So I'm I'm really liking the different directions that these comic book films are going in. So with Morbius, if that can add like another layer layer to the Sony verse and add another layer to our like combined Spidey verse, um. I think it it'll be cool. Am I looking for something that's gonna be five stars considering the Sony track record? No. But am I gonna go into it with like an open mind and hopefully like enjoy it in a darker tone? Yeah. Like I'm 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 for it because this can also open a lot of other doors um for mm. this universe. So yeah, I'm I'm for it. I'm excited just because it's different. What I will say that I like from the trailers is that that song they play when he's like, mm-hmm. like in the middle of the trailer is like some I don't know it sounds really good I yeah. get all into it. Um, I the tra- I've seen the trailer so many times, but when that kind of score comes in, I do really like enjoy that mm-hmm. score. So I don't know I don't know who's making the score, but it sounds really good. But um, I guess we'll see the uh the 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 VFX of the character looks really good I would say mm-hmm. and I was in a comic book store today and I saw a Morbius you know um it's like a brand new Morbius comic book and I was like ooh this kind of looks like the movie okay cool and so I got a little I'll, I'll be honest I got a little bit excited about the movie yeah. after seeing the comic book good. but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's go to you Brett how you feeling about Morbius coming up. I have to say one more thing too about the Batman, just because I forgot. It's just one quick little thing. And that's just, I forgot to mention another great casting choice that not many people are talking about. And that is Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner True. Gordon. Perfect oh, casting. Perfect. The dude's an amazing actor and I'm so stoked. But to Morbius, I'm like, I'm in the middle on it. I like Morbius mm-hmm. as a character because as I said, I grew up with the Batman, the animated series, but I also grew up with the Spider-Man 90s series and Morbius yeah. played a big part in that with the crossover with like the Punisher and shit like that. That stuff was awesome. So I liked Morbius growing up as a kid and 
with this, I, honestly, I don't really like to call it like the Spider-Man shit, whatever the hell they call it now. I, it, I just see it as the Venom-verse. And to be honest, like, no, the Venom movies aren't great, but I enjoy the shit out of both of them. I've watched both of them multiple times. They are just fun, mm. turn your brain off, and just have a good time movies. And this looks like more of that. So, no, I'm not expecting, like, you know, 10 out of 10 levels, No Way Home, Snyder Cut, anything like that. But if I can sit there for an hour and a half, whatever it is, two hours, and just turn my brain off and have a good time, then, you know, I, I'm there for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, Amanda. Just a little... I support. <laughs> I thought... It's the little victories, right? The little yeah. victories. I thought, I, thought Brad, I thought Brad and I was close, man. I'm over here like, come on, Brad. What is she doing? Uh, okay, Leo, how about you? Morbius. Come on, come back to Earth with me. What do you oh, say, Leo? <laughs> uh, so when it got moved to April 1st, my first thought was, I wonder if they're going to come out and say, April Fools, the movie doesn't even exist. And I think I will be happier in that scenario. <laughs> but, you know, wow. uh, I'm not. Okay. So <laughs> Venom, wow. Venom 2, I, I really last minute saw that trailer and got kind of hyped up. Like I was like, okay, maybe they will fix up some of the mistakes of the, that I have with the first one. Absolutely not. They just went 100% with the th- the problems I had with the first one and just ran with that. And hey, it's like you were saying, Brett, there's just no change to this. It's never going to, we're never going to get that evil venom that we were looking for from the Spider-Man animated series. We're not going to get that anti-hero venom. This is definitely a more heroic, different take that they're taking. So they're going to do the same thing with Morbius. I can name like 10 other Spider-Man villains that are way more worthy of getting a movie. Kraven the Hunter being one of them prior to Morbius getting a movie. And they're using all these marketing slang and lingos, calling him a Marvel legend. And I'm like, I don't know if I would call him a Marvel (laughs) legend necessarily, but... You know, they're really trying to build their own universe. I just don't personally think it's going to work without Spider-Man for that much longer. So while I'm not really looking forward to Morbius, I do hope that this could potentially be a step in the right direction for the SPUMC. And maybe it means bringing back Andrew Garfield or Toby or, or just having them pop up in movies or have their own. I don't really know. I don't really mind anything. But we do need a Spider-Man, I think, for this universe because they're using all these characters and it just doesn't feel right to me. So I'm not really excited for Morbius. I hope it's a pleasant surprise. And I hope for the people who really enjoy the Venomverse, it's another fun installment for them. Because I feel like it's about to knock that box office door down after what happened with Venom 1 and, and Venom 2 being like the highest grossest grossing Ooh. of the pandemic up until No Way Home. <laughs> um, oh, Meg, how about you? What do you think? Um. <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> Well, um, you know, I I like what Leo said about how this movie, this movie universe really does need a Spider-Man. I, I enjoy uh, the Venom movies solely because it's Tom Hardy. If it was somebody else playing Venom in that style, I don't think I would probably enjoy those movies as much as I do. Um, can you imagine just uh, no i don't want to imagine <laughs> toe for grace uh, let's get toe for grace back anyone oh gosh um but yeah i i, oh, I think man. this universe definitely needs a spider-man at some point it would be cool if they're delaying this for that reason like to oh, film yes, something with andrew garfield yes. mm-hmm. um i think that his spider-man would definitely work in this universe uh much better than like a toby or a tom even i think that uh i think um andrew is definitely the spider-man for this i just think he i feel like this universe is 
like goofy in its own sense, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think he would mesh really well with this Venom and Morbius. Um, Jared Leto. I I like Jared Leto. I go back and forth on most of his filmography. Um, Mm -hmm. There's times I really enjoy his work. And then there's times that I don't quite enjoy Mm -hmm. his work. Um, But like Amanda said, I I really think that um, this role is like perfect for him like an edgy vampire doctor who's dying <laughs> um I, I don't know much about I mean, the way you said that um i don't know much about like morbius or even the spider-man like universe it is kind of weird that like morbius is getting a movie right now may and they might not have planned it like that because, you know, the whole pandemic kind of messed literally everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to give it a chance. I mean, I enjoy the Venom movies for what they are. Like you guys said, kind of shut your brain off, enjoy, laugh, stare at Tom Hardy type thing. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to watch it. So mm-hmm. I, you know, my, you know, my, you know, like my, my main issue with this Sony verse is that I, I wonder if. When they were making the deal with Marvel Studios, if like, you know, if Mar did Marvel tell them that you cannot use any Spider Man in your movies, like you know, Spider Man is this is like, yeah, he has yeah. to be in our movies because they have so many, there's so many opportunities to do like a Spider Gwen movie, yeah. a Miles Morales movie. I'm just, why are we doing villains? I, yeah, I would I love don't... to see. It's strange to me. Yeah, well, and even in the Morbius trailer, you see all of these, like, Easter eggs for, like, Black mm-hmm. Cat and all of these other, It's like, know, those are so much better. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I would much rather something. see, Sorry. yeah, a Black <laughs> Cat over Morbius. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Sweeney. You know, and who knows what their plan is, really. I mean, it it kind of reminds me of what Warner Brothers is doing with DC right now, which they don't really know what they're doing. They're just kind of making movies and like the the universe <laughs> right you know wow. the universe we'll figure out the universe later let's just make this you know um but no that that's what i akin to like that would be sony reminds me of what warner brothers is doing uh, and I, I, you know you're trying to erase their movies now <laughs> you know i get i get we talk about it like on the podcast we talk about it all the time i just this goes back to when we first started i was like you have this rogues gallery yeah and we got peacemaker coming out <laughs> like Sorry. this rogues gallery is so insane sony yeah. too and i'm like i remember a couple of years like, it was like two years ago they were like oh man we want to do like madam web yeah. Like, what? Like, let me, give me. Can I get like Black Cat or Miles or yeah. just Spider Gwen? Like something like Morbius. I guess. We'll take like, any cool. one of those any day over a Morbius. Movie. I saw the reports. Anyway. They wanted to. They want to do like a lizard movie. Like, Sony, what you doing? Like, why do you have this role gallery? And you're just like, eh, we'll deal with the other ones later. And exactly. I don't know. It's just it very strange. Time. 
and they're going to start off slow and then we're going to get the big ones. <laughs> Man, <laughs> well, and especially, especially after No Way Home, they see how successful they can be like branched right. in together with Marvel. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're they're going to pigeonhole that so hard. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> they're not letting that go at all. No way home at the end when they were, you know, when the multiverse was coming in, there was so many like Spider-Man mm-hmm. like yeah. villains and some heroes, I think, but mostly yeah. villains. Like, the, but the main one they showed was like Craven. I was like, oh, you're, you're going to get Craven soon. And yeah, and there was like, I think Scorpion too. Scorpion yeah. was there. And yeah. um, I just, when it, and then when it comes to DC, I'm just like, brother, like, yeah. what is going, like, you have. Some of the best like heroes and villains, and I remember a couple years ago they were like, "Dude, we want to do the trench from Aquaman." I'm like, "What? What do you mean the trench? <laughs> like, can I get the Birds of Prey again, or like Black Canary, or something else? What is? Yeah. I know they're doing Black Canary now, but it's just strange. Like both of them, just just I don't get what's going on. Um, okay, the next movie I believe that we have, uh, speaking of multiverse, is Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Ooh. Madness. Um, uh, which released, I think, May 6, 2022. Uh, I believe my hype levels for this movie is like high, but I know it can get higher once I see another trailer. The, the trailer that just released after No Way Home and then they just released it, you know, that one is like good, but you can tell it's such a teaser trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to get into like the nitty gritty of what this movie is like about and what's going on and the actual introductions to the characters. Um, it's good to see Wanda again, you know, from WandaVision, of course. And um, America Chavez, I'm super excited to see yes. that character on screen. Um, and yeah, you know, rumors of X-Men and all this other multiversal stuff is going to be happening. I mean, I'm I'm super excited to see what they can do with the movie. And of course, Sam Raimi is just incredible. So, you know, I'm super excited to see uh, Multiverse of Madness. Seems like a big, big movie coming out. So let's start with you, Leo. How do you feel about Multiverse of Madness? I am so excited for Doctor Strange, Mom. I mean, seriously, <laughs> Wanda Maximoff. The WandaVision was like my favorite show of 2021. Uh, still Same. currently is like my favorite show of the 2020s. And so I think that's part of it for me is like I'm really looking forward to continuing that saga Wanda and I totally don't think she's on Doctor Strange's side at all Mm -hmm. I think that she's working against them so I'm excited to maybe see some sneaky little reveals Uh, America Chavez man I'm happy to have her in I kind of wish she was introduced in either a show I just kind of feel like throwing her in this movie with all this going on and it's the second Doctor Strange movie just feels like an odd place to bring her into but I'm sure Marvel knows what they're doing. They'll throw it in in the best possible way. I just think it would have been cool to introduce her in like a first Doctor Strange movie or maybe even Miss Marvel or Mm -hmm. something like that. I think she just feels a little shoehorned in. So I'm curious to see what her role in this all is, but I'm still Mm -hmm. excited. Just kind of curious to see where they're going with that story beat. Also with Strange, is that the Strange from What If? Real quick, before you, you, I, I have two things as far as what you just said. Um, I think like, you know, in Civil War, they introduced Black Panther and Spider-Man, I think really, really mm-hmm. well. So maybe they could mm-hmm. introduce, introduce her good in this movie. Also too, I think she's supposed to be in No Way Home because yeah. Yeah, I saw was. them. Co- mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that yeah. concept art and I was but, like, I, but I guess because of the, the uh, delays, it kind of pushed Multiverse of Madness to come out after, after No Way Home. I guess they had to change it. Yeah. But and see, people I were speculating. Okay 
people were speculating that she was supposed to be the op- the one to open up the portals and stuff spoilers for like you know toby and andrew yeah to uh come oh. through and that would have been crazy but like as much as i love no way home the net thing comes yeah. out of nowhere when he's like i have powers yeah. like, you know but like you know i think she was supposed to be the, the person to do all that but that would have been that would have been cool i think that would have been a nice way to introduce her because it kind of just feels like she's thrown into the chaos here mm-hmm. yeah. instead of just okay. like being like a legit part of the story but hey again we'll have to wait and see for the movie to come out Yo, I am so excited to get back to those Doctor Strange visuals. I think that mm. is something that the Doctor Strange movie has above most of the other Marvel movies. It's just very visually crazy. And they take all these leaps and bounds with the visual effects, like by turning buildings and things like that. I'm really looking forward to that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I want to know about that Strange. Is that the what if Strange? Is that actually him? Is that another variant? Are they wor- Is he working with Wanda? Like, are they going to finally bridge the gaps between the shows? I'm very curious about that because so far it seems like the shows have very much been, and it, I know Kevin has alluded to this, but it feels like they're just bonus content. Like there's really not a lot of contribution to the movies as a whole. And I, I want to see some more tie-in. Like, I was hoping for a little bit more Loki in, in No Way Home to kind of tie things together with what happened with Sylvie. But we'll have to wait and see maybe for Ant-Man. But I, I just, I hope there's a little bit of tying with the shows. But all in all, it looks great. I'm really excited to explore the multiverse and just to see where the story goes from here. Are we going in more of a Secret Wars direction? Are we going to bring in potentially others like X-Men or Miles Morales? Or like, how far are we going to go here? So I'm curious, very excited, but also just, I, I wouldn't say nervous, but I guess just a little confused about some roles. Okay, and um, Amanda, how about you with uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? How are you feeling? Um, I'm excited, but I'm very worried mm-hmm. because we got the multiverse, I guess, on a smaller scale in No Way Home. And now if it's mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness, they're going to bust this shit wide open. So from my main worry, <laughs> it's the truth. My main worry <laughs> is that they're going to put way too many cameos in and that mm. that's going to inevitably leak 100% because I've already seen some stuff on uh, on social media. So I think I don't want it to be like too overstuffed. And then we won't get the Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange um, like standoff front and center, if that makes any sense. I feel like people are going to be waiting for those cameos because it has been said. And like it again, it's the multiverse. So I think that this is going to be like bigger and hopefully better than, um, you know, the what we got in No Way Home, like more people coming through. But I'm just worried that it's going to overpower Doctor Strange as like a sequel to his first film as well. So, and see like that growth within him. So I, I don't want anything to kind of overtake that. Um, but at the same time, if I don't get mutants, I'm gonna get pissed. So <laughs> I really hope that happens. <laughs> and oh, man, if there's again. no Deadpool fam, like I, it's the perfect time. If we're going to like bust this open, like it needs to happen. So um, yeah, I'm really nervous. This is- I'm just nervous for it. I think this is what I felt going into No Way Home. I was like, man, I hope they, I hope they don't 
try i don't know no way home everyone you know before it everyone was like oh my god this is how you can bring in this character that character this character i heard somebody say like blade not like the current blade but like old blade mm-hmm. i was like guys what are we doing yeah <laughs> blade is not in this movie but like um as far as multi- i mean the title is right the only thing uh, i i don't trust these guys when it comes to bringing in they had quicksilver he was right there yeah. and they 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 made a joke and I was like, oh, man, like, mm-hmm. and then I was told, don't be mad. You got mad because you're the one who speculated. I'm like, brother, they brought in this, this Fox quick. So what am I supposed to think? Whatever. But uh, I, I just don't trust them when it comes <laughs> to these characters yet. I got to see something because like they had it with like WandaVision and it was kind of like a like a bait and switch kind of thing. So uh, we we'll, we shall see. Uh, let's go to you, Brett. Multiverse of Madness. I think uh, Amanda nailed it, like, right on the head. Like, exact same that I'm feeling. Like, first off, Sam Raimi is the man. So the fact that he took over, I was really nervous when Scott Derrickson left, but when they renounced that Sam mm-hmm. Raimi, which was, like, completely out of left field, automatically stoked. So I actually just did my most anticipated list, like, a, I don't know, sometime during this week. And, and Multiverse of Madness is my second that's because the hype is real for this movie. Like it genuinely is, but I agree with exactly what Manda said. I am so stoked, like so unbelievably hyped for all of these rumored cameos. But at the same time, I'm afraid that this sequel is going to get lost. Like first and foremost, this is a Doctor Strange sequel. And I'm afraid that instead it's going to get turned into something like, I don't know, like the Lego movie or something. Like it's just going to be cameos the movie, right? And that's what I'm afraid of. You know, I'm afraid that the actual sequel itself that the doctor strange sequel is going to get lost in this multiverse of madness and and that's where i'm worried but that's also not taking away from my excitement because obviously with the rumored cameos that we have it's like nuts like if they can pull even half of these off our minds are going to be blown as just nerding out comic book fans yeah i agree i i, I guess i'm ner- i guess i'm sort of nervous in that sense too but uh we'll see uh meg uh how about you um multiverse of madness um i'm a lot more excited um after Mm -hmm. i saw the trailer um before i saw the trailer i was kind of on the fence um i do i absolutely love dr strange he's one of he's not one of he is my favorite avenger um, I just love the whole like mystic arts and just wizard shit. I love that. Um, I am I am very nervous, as everyone else pretty much said, that Doctor Strange is going to get kind of overshadowed in this movie um, because I feel like No Way Home was like the multiverse appetizer. And this is <laughs> going to be like the full course like of just the multiverse. Um I really hope that they bring in the X-Men for sure uh, in this movie. I feel like it's pretty much the perfect time. Um, I I love the X-Men. I feel like I'm one of those people that enjoyed the Fox X-Men movies like way more than the average person. <laughs> um, I, I really love those movies. Um, so good. Yeah, there. You know, I feel like the casting was great for a majority of the characters, and I would hate to like if we're doing multiverse right. I would hate to never see them again. 
um especially like magneto i would absolutely lose my fucking mind if michael fassbender Mm -hmm. showed up in this movie um that would be oh my god i if i thought i was screaming in no way home (laughs) i'm i don't know what my reaction would be to that um I'm really excited to see America Chavez. Uh, yeah, I really mm-hmm. hope that Marvel does the LGBTQ plus representation the right way with her. Um, Cause a lot of the times in the MCU, I feel like there's a lot of, Oh, this character could totally be LGBTQ, but they never show it type thing. Um, so I feel like she really is the great opportunity for them to finally go all in on it and have that great representation. It, I am a little nervous about it, though. Um, I agree, because yeah, like I need more than the Russo brothers, like oh, pretending yes, to please. be. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like <laughs> you, uh, yeah, we need more than literally the bare minimum. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this movie is going to be great. Uh, Sam Raimi, uh, obviously, I love his work. Um, I I hope that they make it a little bit darker than mm-hmm. um some of the other marvel movies we've seen uh but yeah no i think this is gonna be great um a little nervous but i'm optimistic for sure magneto would be like fantastic Dude. i'm thinking about that i've been re-watching... I would pass out from screaming <laughs> I, 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 I i've been re-watching the uh the you know the x-men movies i'm at x-men 3 right now mm-hmm. Um, but I just like I it made me really, really realize that man, these characters are just, like so great. I know you can't bring all of them back, or I know yeah. you can't I, I I I just I fear that Flaggy is a guy who's like, Oh, I wanna restart my own. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I just feel like I why would why would Disney go so hard to get those rights, you know, for the Fox stuff if they didn't have any sort of plan to bring in some of the, uh, you know, some of the mutants yeah. and stuff, especially like Deadpool. Like Deadpool is like the most for certain one because they did that. They did that whole Korg thing mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. But uh, you know, I guess I guess we'll uh, have to see. Yeah, like what happens. Well, like with WandaVision, you know, they brought in Quicksilver, like we touched on, and that mm-hmm. made me extremely nervous for like the future mm-hmm. of this whole variant, not <laughs> yeah. variant multiverse thing. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I swear if I get Ralph Bonard with Magneto, I'm gonna flip oh out. Oh my god, I I, oh, I I think that was a one-off, y'all. I, I think really that, hope they so, brought man. in Toby and Andrew. Look, what I was scared of is I was like, am I gonna go in on No Way Home? And Toby's just gonna be this random delivery guy. He's and gonna be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I said that. Pizza time, guys. It's like, <laughs> like Toby's gonna be, be so upset. Toby's name is gonna be like Adam Crumpner or something. Right. <laughs> but it's just it's the fact that it's Toby, and you should be excited. Yo, I'll be heated if they do that 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 Ralph Boner thing. I hope you're right, Leo. As far as it being a yes, one off, so. man, like you knew what you was doing when you opened that door. And like like the actual when Wanda actually opens the door, especially stuff, because you know Evan Peters why? Quicksilver is way more beloved than yeah. the actual MCU Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. So 
Oh man, that meant <laughs> she really it made her, that kind of the one I was done when when they when they did it, I was like, so this fucker was mad that his that Quicksilver outshined <laughs> mm-hmm. the Age of Ultron <laughs> mad. The, yep. age, the Age of Ultron one. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna ruin this this Quicksilver right here. It's on site. So the only reason he came back. That's it. That was the reason. <laughs> you guys were so excited for like this one. Sight. He's like, I wanted to do Quicksilver and Age of Ultron, and none of you cared, and now I'm gonna ruin them. I well, God damn, I'm so nervous. But... It's just him. like in the, in this multiverse of madness, there's like a, a, a doorbell that goes off, and it's actually Hugh Jackman at the door, and he's like, "Hi, my name is D Pound." That don't mind. That one's fine. It's okay because he's low key retired. I'm joking. <laughs> I'll, be so, I'll be so mad. Um, okay, May twenty. 20- May twentieth, we have DC League of Super Pets. Everyone, Woo, everyone super good? Pets. Cool, yay, Super yeah. Pets. Woo. All right, <laughs> cool. All right, July eighth, we have <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, woohoo! Who made that noise? Was that man? <laughs> <laughs> man, don't Listen, like Ragnarok, bro. Ragnarok is new. Ragnarok is top it's tier. No what is y'all doing? Yeah. Huh? Period. What? It's better than tier. both other Thor movies. Like, <laughs> let's not hate on Branagh, fam. Let's not hate on Branagh. <laughs> Yo, look, look, look. The Belfast was great, but man, look, you can go on ahead and give Thor to somebody else who did it better. Taika Waititi. This is great. Yeah. This formula that we got. I hear someone well. else squealing with me is all good. I think it's I right. know it is. Like, no, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> I saw the tweet. Oh, I saw Thor is a snooze fan. I, I saw. I saw Meg. I saw Meg's tweet, and she's like, you know, um, what was like Thor looks so good, and like oh. you know the first Earth. He does. Don't get me wrong, but listen, like his best look clearly is like I would say Infinity War is his like best Infinity look. War. I think it's gonna be. Oh no. War. I, I think that that like that black looking suit, that black suit when it gets at the end is like so dope. Um, uh, okay, so Thor: Love and Thunder. They're clearly doing the uh, the the Jane Foster storyline. So the comics, the storyline is that I think one of them, you know, the Mighty Thor, is that she gets cancer. Yep. And then yep. he gives her the the you know the the powers of Thor, and then she becomes like a. A badass and all that type of stuff. Yeah, right? it's this um, whole weird thing. Like Nick Fury whispers in his ear, and he drops Mjolnir, and it goes to Jane. After that, it, it's well. I hope it's just like Thor feels bad. He's like, okay, you can have the powers of Thor, and then she gets the powers of Thor, and then you know Valkyrie's in this again, and then we have Chris Pratt is also in this. You know, doing the yeah. Star Lord stuff. I be- I think that's just gonna be like a small thing though. Uh, but Thor: Love and Thunder, I'm like, I'm excited for, but. I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait for Thor: Love and Thunder. Like, but I'm I'm excited for it because I did like Ragnarok. I think ultimately, I think what was happening with like the majority of general audiences, they just was not connecting with the character of Thor. And I think they ultimately decided that we have to go a new direction with Thor as far as at the Dark World and even at the Age of Ultron. He's like, he's just here. It's Thor, you know. Um, to not to me, but like to a lot of you know, like my mom didn't care, like you know, but like I think Ragnarok, they just did that so they can just you know put some more you know character work or just you know kind of charisma around the character. But I think like I love Thor the most in Infinity War. That's my favorite yeah. Thor like that we've seen. Endgame was a bit of a hit of a miss, you know, for me. But you know, Infinity War Thor was like was like OP. Like I I loved him, but. 
Um, I so with this one, I'm like in the I'm like more so to the side of I'm excited, but we'll see. You know, I'm I'm mostly excited for the Jane Foster storyline. I want to see how they do that. I just don't want anything to like if you're gonna do that storyline as far as cancer. I just don't have a doctor say some jokes after mm-hmm. like, you know, he diagnoses or he's like, I don't want any of that stuff, you know, but if you're going to do the storyline, make it a heartfelt emotional storyline and stuff. And then you get into the fun when she gets the powers and she's all, and the, you know, she's just running around with Dora. That promotional, that promotional art that they put out or that, that leaked or whatever looks really cool. It seems like they just, the, you know, you know how Mjolnir was all crumbled up after mm-hmm. you know Ragnarok with with uh, with Hela. It looks like it just it's like a broken up Mjolnir that she's carrying. With you know, it's, it looks kind of cool. So I'm, I'm excited on that part, but we'll see. I'll I'll go with I'll start with you, Meg. Uh, how are you feeling about Thor: Love and Thunder? Um, you know, after seeing like that leaked promo art, I'm a little bit more excited because I just love Jane Foster. I loved mm-hmm. her throughout the Thor movies. Um. I'm really, I'm really intrigued on how they're going to reconnect these two characters. Um, I'm hoping that because do we know if she got blipped or not? Oh shit, that's a good question. I have no because idea. what I would like to see is like she get, comes back from being blipped. Her and Thor like reconnect because like you know he's going through you know quite a lot of loss and grief and he finally gets Jane back and then finds out she has cancer and then he has to go on like this journey to bring Mjolnir back and then boom she becomes the mighty Thor I think that mm-hmm. that would be a great um like arc for both of their characters um you know I'm not a I'm not a fan of Thor Ragnarok other oh. than oh. other than uh, oh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm yeah, sorry. Man. I really, I really tried to like that movie, but I just can't. Um, I do, though, love the introduction of Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. I think that she is really like the shining star to come out of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited to see her be like the king of Asgard. That shit's gonna slap so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that new outfit I'm, too oh, is like yes, legit. So I'm really um, looking forward to seeing her relationship with Jane Foster too. I think that they're gonna like pair really well. Um, but yeah, no, it, this is probably at the lower end of movies I'm excited to see next. Well, this year, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just I like the aesthetic and the tone of like the first Thor movie more than really what they're doing with the character right now. Infinity War Thor, though like you said, is my favorite Thor. Yeah. So. Oh, it is. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I just love. Uh, Manny, let's go to you. What about Thor, Love, and Thunder? Oh, okay. On, so, no, no, we have, if, if this is, <laughs> it's supposed to be a serious storyline, right? Mm-hmm. So, if Taika made the statement that it's going to be wackier and funnier and more colorful and blah, blah, oh, blah, yeah. and it's not going to go Shit. the route of Jojo Rabbit, which he kind of balanced it extremely well, he did not mm-hmm. say that. So that is what I'm worried about ultimately is that if you have such a, like a, a subject matter of cancer and like Jane Foster going through that and showing that and what Meg said that we have to reconnect these characters and he's just going to make it like wacky as shit because we have to like remember that the Guardians are also in this movie uh, on yeah. top of that. And that apparently takes up like 
like I think the first half of the film. So you have to like match the consistencies of those characters as well and the humor and all of that. So if he's elevating it more than Ragnarok and guys, literally Ragnarok pissed me like right off. Literally, I watched it again. Leo knows I watched it again on purpose because he's like, give it a try, give it a try. I'm like, I did. Okay. And so I, I liked did. it less the second time I watched it because I only watched it once oh. in theaters. It is the constant humor. If you do not have a balance mm-hmm. with these characters, like he is a literal god. Do not make him like a surfer dude. Don't do it. Like he is What's wrong with the nah, goofball and because, because Thor's humor is actually he's really funny. If you watch the first Thor and you watch the first but that's Avengers, not Chris Hemsworth I don't fun. care. It play the character that you're meant to play, <laughs> fam. Like I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting heated. Oh, no, ah. I'm getting I don't care. Chris Evans You're is hard to put a little Chris Evans in cat. It didn't change the character entirely. Like he didn't like make it didn't change it entirely, but he got a little, little Leo, you know, Leo. a little different in that second. Listen, you know? after watching okay, okay. Endgame, what they did with with his like his mental health and tying in all like the fat jokes and all of that, that pissed yeah. me right off. Oh, that was a mess. I will agree. That, that was a mess. I was like, if they don't recover was... from that, like it's going to be 10 times worse for me. And I'm really dreading love and thunder. I'm sorry that I went off like on a little like rage fest, but because <laughs> nah, talk your shit. it Go just ahead. bothers me that Taika knows how to handle certain subject matters. And if he's not going to take this one seriously and give, Jane Foster the right story and the right tone mm-hmm. to her story, then this is going to be a mess. And a lot of people are going to walk away upset from this film. I will agree. I don't, I, 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 like I said, if you're going to do that, you have to, because this is a real thing. It's not some pee pee poo poo that no one goes, this is a real yeah. thing that people are affected by, just like mental health is. So, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do that, then make it serious. Yeah, because there's a balance, like you said. No Way Home just came out. You know, the first like half is like very fun, lighthearted, and then you know some shit happens and it gets really, really serious towards a part. So they gotta have that same amount of weight if they're gonna go with the weight. The only time I had an issue with Thor Ragnarok's weight was the end where Asgard is destroyed and they all just ha 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 ha. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like okay, what is going on here? But Everything else I liked, but as far as that, the ending when this is like their home and it gets completely demolished, then I'm like, okay, you know. But so we'll see. That's why I'm, I'm like, I'm like seventy thirty on rag on like on on Love and Thunder right now. So uh, we'll see. Also, I think the, I think the title's cute too. So uh, yeah, yeah, I like the title. <laughs> okay, um, Brett, Thor Love and Thunder. Well, I was going to go on about how excited oh, I was, shit. man. Y'all going to be fucking second-guessing everything. Hot damn. I'm like, shit, Brett yeah, what if this girl first. really does get cancer and they make a joke about it? I'm like, yeah, maybe that's not such a good idea anymore, Taika. Fuck. Um, it, honestly, I am on the spectrum that I do love Ragnarok. I do. It is in my top 10 MCU because of how much fun I have. I, I agree with what Dwayne said. It might not necessarily be everyone's favorite portrayal of the character, which I get, but it is definitely what was needed for the character for him to better appeal to mass audiences, like the general Mm -hmm. audience, for sure. I love Taika's style, and I agree with exactly what everyone else was saying, Amanda in particular, especially where... If they do take the the comic book accurate route where it is like the cancer storyline, I would much prefer 
Taika take the approach that he did in Jojo Rabbit, where he kind of balanced the drama and balanced the goofiness very appropriately. If he does go all in in like times two, what he did with Ragnarok, no, it's definitely not going to work for this storyline, I do not think. That being said, though, I still am excited for this movie. There are certain aspects that absolutely need to be handled with care that haven't been addressed appropriately. Like, I like, for instance, the whole, like, mental health thing that they tried to do in Endgame, but then they made so many jokes that it kind of, you know, it, it weighed down the message, I think, that they were originally intending to get across. Now, I don't know whether that was the Russo bros or, like, mm-hmm. the MCU at this point has, like, a certain mandate. Like, you need this many jokes in the movie, so they just kept piling them on. I have no idea. But there are still lots of things to be excited about with this movie. I mean, you have Russell Crowe coming in to play Zeus. You have freaking Christian Bale playing the villain, Gore the God Butcher. Like, there's lots of really great shit in here. I'm just hoping that the things that are a little more sensitive are handled with care. Also, I for some reason, I think the visuals are just going to be, like, fantastic Mm -hmm. as far as the title. Even the title card... Um, it just looks like the visuals are going to be kind of crazy. So I am super excited about that. Leo, did you give your thoughts on uh, Love and Thunder? Oh, man. Well, <clears throat> I got to... I'm on the opposite end here. Uh, my favorite portrayal <laughs> of Thor is Thor Ragnarok. I did like that they brought in some comedy to kind of lighten the load a little bit. And Chris Hemsworth himself even said he started to dread playing the character before Taika came in and really allowed him to add a lot of his own comedic and stylistic chops to the character. So I can just tell in Ragnarok, he's having such a good time. And look, I like the dynamic between him and Hiddleston in that movie. I think they're funny and fun together. They kind of have this comedic duo brotherly thing going on. Not look it, the synergy worked for me. So I am very much looking forward to Thor love and thunder. Um, look, man, I I'm curious mostly to see how they handle the cancer storyline because Natalie Portman is looking jacked in those set photos. I mean, she is looking ripped. And so I want to know how we're going to get to that point. I want to know, are we going to continue using the mighty Thor? Is this just a one and done thing? And where Tessa Thompson's character fits into all this, because I as well really liked Valkyrie. I thought she was a standout of Thor Ragnarok, and I was a little mm-hmm. disappointed that she wasn't in an in-game more. So I'm really kind of looking for her to have a moment to shine, but it seems like there's a lot going on with Chris Pratt and my man is in Mario and this, and I'm like, dang, what you gonna be voicing the backpack and Dora next? But <laughs> I just think that there are so many good possibilities to come out of this movie, and while it does seem bloated and stuff, I really trust Taika. I, I'm trying to think of a bad Taika movie, and I can't, man. I like his whole filmography, so... Man, it don't. Look, don't do it, I'm man. Looking forward. I'm looking forward to it. What, you gonna go Jojo Rabbit now? You gonna start, start hating on Jojo Rabbit? I just Rabbit. want to apologize for yelling at you before. I didn't mean to yell at you. I was just getting mad at the situation. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I just... I think when, when Thor... Y'all remember when Thor had those roommate shorts? And he was like being goofy with that roommate who was like, I don't know what's going on with you. Y'all remember that? Like there was those little shorts. Yeah, with yeah, Chris yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I do, yeah. So that's, that's the direction that Hemsworth wanted to take that character and Taika let him run with that. And so like from there, I feel like he's going to come with, come to these movies with a lot funner and better energy than th- he did in the first two Thor that's- movies. But that's just my opinion. I'm, I'm really excited for this. I hope somehow Loki sandwiches his way in here too. You know what I really oh, yeah. hope for is a if they're gonna like use Taika's humor, I would love to see like an '80s training montage at the beginning of the movie 
to show like <laughs> Thor losing all of that like yes. depression weight. <laughs> yes. Um I think that would work in the movie and then get all the goofiness out there and then from then on <laughs> she said get all the get all I the goofiness agree. out there <laughs> I would love it just like fire up Eye of the Tiger and exactly. just have the five minutes Chris Hemsworth because just getting rejacked absolutely <laughs> insanely jacked in like the set yeah. picks that got leaked oh probably like, the biggest he's ever been yeah. honestly he's yeah. quite so, frankly it's just crazy. quite frankly it's just it's not fair sometimes yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree I think why that, you gotta, oh, why that you gotta put us slap. down so much like Chris like all them, all them yeah. just big for no reason. Chris Evans, all of them, except for like Robert Downey Jr. He's like, you know, he never worked out. He's like, oh, like <laughs> everybody else is like, like the opening of No Way Home when Tom is in the room. I'm like, man, Tommy, you didn't gotta do all that. Everybody's why well, had that shirt on? Like, my man, Jack, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um, Every right, guy so, in the theaters covering his girl's eyes and that No Way Home purse. No, like, no, don't look. Shh, no one's here. <laughs> don't look. All right, July 29th, 2022, we have Black Adam. Now, listen, this DC fandom footage that they showed. Oh, dude. Oof. Listen, man. I don't know what this movie's about. I don't know what they're doing, but <laughs> I'm excited. I don't know when we're going to get a trailer. This, I feel like this movie has been in development for like since I was in like high school. Yeah. So I think it's, um, it's, I think we get it. We need to get a trailer. The roster, I believe, last year they started casting for like Adam Smasher. I'm not a fan of that casting, so I won't talk about it. But Same. you know, <laughs> as, as far as the casting for like Aldous Hodge, I mean, come on, like you know, and then yeah, like I, I'm super. Ex- I just want to see like f- like more than just like the footage. Like I want to see like the what the like what they're gonna do, where they gonna follow, what's the storyline and stuff. But. Uh, the the footage that they showed at Fandom was like fantastic. So I'm I'm actually really excited for Black Adam. I think it's finally time for The Rock to get his due as a hero or hero villain, whatever anti villain, you know. So we shall see. Um, I'll start with you, Brett. Black Adam. Yay. Um, I agree. It feels like I've been hearing rumors of this movie happening with The Rock since like <laughs> I was like 15 or something. That was like eight years ago, that shit. It's yeah. been like forever. I am stoked though that The Rock, like you said, is finally getting his due. He's wanted to bring this character. This has been like his passion character from what I'm aware of for like a really, really long time. And just like Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool, for instance, right now it's finally happening. So I'm super happy for him with that. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what to expect from this movie at all, though. Like, I am only, like, very just, like, baseline familiar with the character. Like, just what I've gotten from, like, the Injustice games and maybe some, like, animated movies that they've right, done and yeah. stuff like that. I have no idea what to expect. But, I mean, if Dwayne is as passionate about this as he seems and he's really going to take this character to where he wants to go with it, then you know what? I, I People make fun of him a lot and poke fun mm-hmm. at, like, he plays the same character in every single movie. And I'm hoping that's not <laughs> this. I'm hoping this is something different for him and that he really, that passion for this character shines through in his portrayal. And that that's really it. Oh, the suit looks great, by the way. Suit looks awesome. Suit looks great. I, I, I fear we're still going to get Dwayne the rock johnson just in some in some in some hero clothes but i'm all for it you know um i agree i think he does seem super super passionate about it every time he did like you know one of those what was it like you know when when he would come on fandom and talk about the movie he just seems like this is what he's been wanting to do forever so um i am excited i think they should sneak in a, a cavill cameo for mm. this movie they won't <laughs> but It'll be awesome to me. Um, okay, Black Adam, let's go to you, Leo. 
Yeah, remember when we thought uh, Henry Cavill was going to be in Shazam, and instead they got a body double to walk up in just the, the suit. I think that's exactly body what double. With, uh, yep, Can you imagine? I think that's where we're headed. But man, come on. Henry Cavill versus Dwayne Rock Johnson. Not, like, God, just the thought of that sounds bombastic. Like you guys said, it has been talked about for eons now, like for forever, and it's going to be cool to see Dwayne Rock Johnson get his passion project. Yeah, he plays the rock in every movie, but you know what? And most of the time, it's fun to me. I one mm-hmm. of the people I like, Jungle Cruise, probably one of like ten of us that ended up liking Jungle Cruise. I I enjoyed that. So I think if he brings that energy here, it's not going to necessarily be a problem for me. I want to know what the implications of this movie are going to be on the future of the DCEU. I think I, think I don't know. Be a fun Can, one. Bro. What, <laughs> have no idea. Here's, here's <laughs> I, I gotta ask DC this one thing, man. When are we gonna get a green? <laughs> Lantern project again, man. It's, poor guy. Like, like, it's supposed to be on waiting. HBO Max, you know, but we what? haven't heard anything about it. Peep. Not a peep. We Not have like peep. three about... three castings, and that's it. Right, and they're, they're weak castings as well. Yeah. So it's just not too promising to our boys. Can I you guys a, a question? You know, when I see Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Black Adam, man, I remember a couple years ago before they cast Shazam, there was like all these people who were like, dude. John Cena as Shazam. I still th- would have loved to see John Cena versus The Rock, but they're superheroes mm-hmm. and stuff. I, yeah, you're alone on this, dude. I'm with Leo. John Cena is the worst video of my life. Yeah, I don't want John Cena in the DCU at all. We are. Well, I did want to talk about one casting for this movie, though. I'm really looking forward to Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Doctor Fate, you know. Okay, so I knew. One, yeah. Okay, so to be honest with you, listen, whatever. You guys don't know what you're talking about, John Cena. He's good. <laughs> but okay, Doctor <laughs> Fate. My first introduction to him was Injustice Two, and I said, "Who the fuck is this?" And uh, <laughs> I was just like, "Why isn't he hasn't been live action yet?" Um, and they're they're finally doing it. And I don't know what the budget is for this movie, but I need to see all the all that shit that he was doing in Injustice 2. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Dwayne The Rock Johnson-sized. Sheesh. That's how big the budget yeah. is. <laughs> was, uh, was Young Justice was where I first saw Dr. Fate. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Like, I really like this character. I like Zatanna. So I do hope that they do introduce like some more magic. I kind of feel like this movie can be a launch pad for the next titles. Hopefully and give mm-hmm. us maybe a Justice Society of America since what's going on with the Justice League seems We don't very know. Sloppy. They don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's just no plan. No plan. But I'm excited for Black Adam. <laughs> I feel so bad for like like really massive DC fans who are just yeah, like waiting. Like waiting. <laughs> like they're just like, dude, what is going on with this universe, man? They have God, what a disaster. <laughs> um Okay, let's go to you, Meg, then. Uh, Black Adam. Um, let's see. I The the uh, footage that they showed at DC Fandom, that shit had me so hyped. I think mm-hmm. that was the perfect tease to show uh, because, you know, a lot of people have been pretty, um, pretty on the fence with this movie. Um, I think, though, that, like, The Rock has been wanting to play this character literally since... I can remember. Um, I think he aesthetically looks like Black Adam. A little nervous, like, as a few of you have said, that it's just going to be The Rock pretending mm-hmm. to be not The Rock, but it it's not going to work. <laughs> um, 
I'm I really hope that they like jump into that Egyptian lore of the character of Black Adam, really differentiate him between the gods of Shazam and the Egyptian gods. I really hope that they, you know, nail that. Um Doctor Fate, dude, Pierce Brosnan is Doctor Fate. Not a casting that I would have personally like picked right away, but the more mm. that I think about it, the more I love it. Um yeah, I, I don't know. This movie really, I feel like as much as people want to say like the Flash is going to like change up what the DCEU is doing, I feel like if there is a positive response to Black Adam and like box office and critics, I think that they're really going to go with the JSA instead of the Justice League mm-hmm. for future movies, um, yeah. which, like yeah, which I think would be a benefit like if they're not going to go the route of continuing the justice league arc that they have i think just (sighs) doing a completely different one would be uh better with the jsa um yeah no i'm i'm in the middle on this like it's probably in my middle list of hype for this year meg wait before you before we keep going what is this with peacemaker bro episode farting contest bro this is something on twitter is like peacemaker episode uh, eight is like what? It's a farting be a... Co- it says like a, a peacemaker episode eight, eight um farting contest justice X-ray. league yeah what or something I'm well, a fucking disaster. I, is that show gonna be any good, y'all? It's no, getting real good. I, early I, reviews. I am not. A, I'm not excited. I liked the Suicide Damn Squad, excited. but like my least favorite character in it was Peacemaker. <laughs> John Cena's great, but like like Peacemaker, I was just like, dude, I don't. I and you like, was trying to get him to be Shazam. Hold on, yeah, hold dude. on. Just let me explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let me explain, okay? But he's yeah, okay I, when he's not just, a baddie. Uh, the DCEU right now is just kind of it's just there you know but it's not there at the same time they're just throwing things and hoping stuff lands like uh, I know Black Adam has been in the works for a really long time and you Mm -hmm. know I'm one of those people that I did really enjoy Shazam and I hope that they can intertwine like the goofiness of Shazam with the seriousness of Black Adam. I feel like there's a great middle ground there. And obviously I want to see how <laughs> Black Adam fucks up those kids. <laughs> like oh, uh, That's going to be absolutely <laughs> insane. Damn! <laughs> like, kids. Yeah, exactly! Exactly! Um, no, I, I just... <sighs> I don't know. It's just a fucking mess. And I think that going forward with like the DC movies, I think that the shared universe is just a mess. And I think they just need to do like stuff like the Batman, like standalone Mm -hmm. stuff. Like as much as I would love to see more Justice League content uh, and more like connectivity i just don't think it's in the cards i just don't think mm-hmm. i think dc is like cursed for that to just never work oh they could have they honestly should have just went with one shots look look at what works yeah. for them the joker box yeah. office whether you liked it or not box office wise it worked yeah. the dark knight mm-hmm. movies worked yeah. the batman is probably gonna work i'm like why do they even need to do the continuity anyway just give us. They just movies. they they were close. It's just they they, they wanted, wanted to rush the process, and you cannot. Yes. They wanted to do that. Like I know 
they said, fuck, look at them fuckers over there in that Disney 100%. MCU. They're just, they're vibing and they're all working. They got billions of dollars and all. But Henry Cavill's second movie, although I, although I really enjoy BVS, it shouldn't have been BVS. It should have, it should have been, I feel like it should, I feel like BVS should have been like the third. And then you get into like the other characters, but it's just the, the, the timeline is so right. I said this all the time. You cannot go from like, you can't from like, as a universe, like you can't be like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to do Man of Steel, BBS, and we're just, I think the Suicide Squad was next. Like what type of, like the, out of all the characters that you could have done before the Suicide Squad, you know, Suicide Squad, it could have been like Flash and Green Lantern and they could have been like right now, Marvel, I feel like is at a holding pattern right now. You know, the MCU Endgame is done. You know, their universe is like, it's it's cool and all, but like, they're still trying to like get back into, you know, we, uh, you know, yeah, Shang-Chi and Eternals, mm-hmm. I guess. No Way Home was good. And then, but like right now, it just feels like we're just kind of in the motions. And I feel like DC right now, the DCEU could have been like that studio to have like the major hype and we could have gotten your Justice League, you know, right now and and your all your other heroes. Because like I said before, like their Rhodes Gallery is just insane. And um it's just not I just wish like I sometimes enjoy the, the DCEU characters as far as like in the comics more than Marvel's characters. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just like the the general audience is like they 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 don't know what that's like because this 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 universe is like a disaster. Like we're going from this movie to to this and then and then and then and then you you reboot the suicide squad but you call it the suicide squad but it's not really a reboot but it's a sort of reboot. It's what nobody knows what's going on. So I I I don't know. I just I hope as far as going forward they just have more folk. They need more focus. I personally think another studio should take the DC characters to yeah. be frank, but um, it's just they just it just doesn't seem focused as far as what they wanna what they wanna do. But um, right now, are we still on Black? Are we still on Black yes. Adam? By the way, <laughs> uh, who is next? Amanda, did you talk about Black Adam? I don't want him to hurt my kids, but I echo what everyone <laughs> else is saying. <laughs> That's it. I know Meg wants him to hurt my kids, but it's okay. Fuck you. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. <laughs> I, yeah, that's all I gotta say. I echo what everyone else is saying, and uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm just I'm stoked. And like that no. Doctor Fate casting was absolutely ridiculous. I actually screamed when I when I heard it. Uh, he looks perfect. I think it's gonna be awesome. Yo, so uh, Marvel's been taking shots at DC in their movies lately by putting Superman and stuff in Eternals, like those kind of references. What if they do do like an on your left and a kid just gets clobbered right in the face? Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, listen. I don't think they. I don't. I don't think Black Adam should be killing no kids, man. I don't know, Meg. What you on right now? I'm not saying <laughs> kill them. Just you know, rough them up. <laughs> kids need a lesson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Brett, did you go about Black Adam? Yes, I did. Yeah, I went first. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Don't worry about it. Y'all got some lungs, man. Y'all can talk. <laughs> I'm, just I'm loving just it all. I'm here for all of the it. Flash, dude. Oh man. We still think oh, well, next we have. I have like one thing to say. It's about next, movie, it's, and that's it. It's, it's, it's next. It's next. Oh, Looks like no. after this one. October 7, twenty two. Spider Man into the well across the Spider Verse is coming out. Uh, that trailer was awesome. I cannot wait. I don't know what they're gonna do. Looks fun, and. uh yeah, that's me. 
And Amanda, <laughs> how are you feeling about Across the Spider-Verse? Oh, Across the Sp- yeah, Across the Spider-Verse I'm, I'm excited for. My main concern is that I don't know how the hell they're going to top into the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah. Oh, I agree. I'm scared. I'm scared because especially this one's split into two parts. I'm excited for it, but that's my main worry is that like you made a near perfect, if not perfect, uh, Spider-Man film with Into the Spider-Verse and the animation's absolutely fantastic. I'm excited for more of the animated content that they're going to give us and see what they create and everything and more spideys and all of that um and obviously miles is older uh and obviously you know spidey gwen coming back but my main concern as i said is that it's impossible to top that one and i don't know how they're gonna do it yeah i agree uh meg did you did you, did you feel the same way yeah i think uh the first uh into the spider-verse i adored it um i'm really hoping that we can see a live action miles and it would be really cool to be able to connect mm-hmm. this animated movie to what they're doing right now with the MCU uh, Spider-Man or the Sony Spider-Man, whatever Spider-Man. Um, I personally would love to see one of the Peter Parker's uh, be a mentor to miles in live action. Um, so I think that this would be a cool way to uh, connect them. Um yeah, I absolutely adored the first one. I love the music in it. I love the animation. It's hard for me to get into animation uh, sometimes, but I feel like they did it so perfectly. It was so artistic. Um, yeah, really looking forward to continuing the story of Miles and all the other Spidey fam. And Brett, how are you feeling? I'm super unbelievably excited for this movie. I mean, I think we've all pretty much said it already. It's just Into the Spider-Verse is like a near masterpiece, if not a masterpiece in my mind. It's among my favorite Spider-Man media ever. It's like a flat out 10 out of 10 movie for me. This just looks like more of that. And I do agree, though, with uh, what the previous two were both just saying. It's it's the fact that uh, both Manda and Meg, it's a matter of, can they catch lightning in a bottle twice now with this team and the very brief look that we've gotten so far, I genuinely do believe that they are going to knock this out of the park, both this one and part two. I think it's, I I don't know. You know, people are skeptical because of that, because the first one is so good. It's like, how can they top it or how can they even match it? I feel like with this team that they have of writers and directors and the voice cast, everyone seems confident. Everyone seems like they want to deliver. And with so much confidence, I can't help but believe that they are going to deliver not once but twice with part one and part two. That part two does give me a little like, oh, man. I mean, we'll see and everything. But at the end of the day, I think I think for me it's just it's Sony. It's just these guys. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't do it because they'll, they'll make a banger and then – just not afterwards so i don't know we'll see but i I, listen i love this character i think it's a grave mistake that they miles is like the most popular that he's ever been right now as far as just the you know the the into the spider-verse movies and uh and the video game i think he's like super popular and the next step is live action so I thought it was a really, really big mistake that they didn't like at least do some type of cameo in No Way Home at the end, you know, when it's ended. They had that little line with Jimmy Fox. That was cool. But um, it's I think it's it's very, very much time for for Miles um, and Leo. I am absolutely hyped, folks. 
absolutely hyped. This is my number one most anticipated movie of 2022. Look, Into the Spider-Verse was great. I was nervous going into that and it proved me wrong. So I now have full confidence and faith in Sony handling Spider-Verse stuff. I'm not going to say I feel the same about Morbius and their Spider-Man SPUMC. My theory is that Across the Spider-Verse Part 2 is actually live action. So I think that we are going to be looking toward maybe a, a live action Ooh. adaption of this property. I am really excited to hear Oscar Isaac as Spider-Man 2099. Super mm -hmm. excited to get Supida-Man, the Japanese Spider-Man. Like I'm like, dude, he's in no other media. So really psyched to get this. And I do think we're going to see one of the legacy Spider-Man actors, whether that's Tom, Toby, or Andrew, we're going to potentially get a cameo from them as well in either part one or part two, however they want to play it. I think we're going to see them too. I understand the concern because the first one is so good, but I just think that this and the second or in the, the second part are going to build on that foundation that Into the Spider-Verse gave us. Look, let's be real. We are in a Spider-Man phase right now. We're going to be getting this. We're getting that next Spider-Man game. We're getting across the Spider-Verse 2. We're getting the college trilogy like, Yo, as somebody who grew up reading the Spider-Man comics and that being my favorite character, I am like jumping for joy for the next three or four years getting all this Spider-Man media. And I'm hoping, I, I can't wait to play as Spider and Peter on the video game, but mm -hmm. I'm hoping that maybe there's even a little crossover with that. Like bring in Spider-Man PS4 if you want to. <laughs> Look, man, they can go as far into the, the, the multiverse as they want to. And I hope they stretch the boundary as far as possible. I agree. Honestly, I agree. So uh, there's a lot there's a lot going on with this movie, but I'm super excited to see what they end up doing. And the fact that it's coming out this year feels kind of surreal. Um, because when you got when we got the announcement of, of part two of like the second movie, it was it felt like so long ago. So I'm super excited. Um, okay. November fourth. I know there's some passionate, passionate, passionate discussions for this next film, mm -hmm. The Flash. Let me just, before everyone goes off, let me just start this, okay? <laughs> before everyone goes off. Because I think everyone everyone who's who's upset about the movie, as far as like the, what the rumors are, I think is absolutely valid just because of just just want WB and, and the DC trying and DC trying to, I just don't know what's going on. What I will say, I think is it a, it's a horrible decision to do Flashpoint in the Flash's first solo film, I think the Flashpoint idea is not. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel natural or earned. It feels like an idea because we really don't know what to do, so we want to restart everything. So let's do it in the Flash movie. I think as the first movie, uh, uh, as the first movie for the Flash in theaters, you know, you have the TV show, but you know, besides that, he's never been in you know his own his own film as far as like you know as a solo character and doing all of this is just really weird to me it it'll kind of, it would kind of be like if no way home was tom's first movie and that just would not go well you know so i think we have to learn like we have to build with the character before we get into flashpoint that's my only main main gripe with the movie and as far as the rumors go i'll let I'll let like Manda, like Brett, and like and like Meg handle all that. So, let's go to you, Manda, first. The Flash, November fourth, twenty 
2022. You know what? I'm going to throw it to Meg first because I really want to know what she was. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, was just gonna let, I was going to sit here and listen to Meg because it's the same it's the same feeling. So go ahead, Meg. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> so outside of just the absolute shit show that the production has been so far, mm. like I don't know how many... Um, how many different scripts there have been and rewritten and changed for this movie. Um, Cause we know how many times it's changed directors. Um, and then the issues with Ray Fisher, um, who unfortunately, oh, yeah, who <laughs> unfortunately isn't in uh, the flash movie as cyborg, which really, it really sucks because Ray is such an amazing person mm-hmm. um, and him as cyborg and that relationship that you see forming in Zack Snyder's Justice League with him and the Flash, them two uh, being the youngest members of the league and really bonding over this experience is all just kind of getting thrown out. Um, so that really sucks. Outside of the Ray Fisher stuff, um, I don't know what the hell they are doing with this movie. Um <laughs> I would really love to just see a Flash solo movie where we learn about his origin because mm-hmm. although there's a lot of Flash fans, um, who knows how many of the general audience knows the Flash's origins and how he gets his powers and how traumatic the loss of his mother and the imprisonment of his father for that really has affected him. We saw it a little bit in Zack Snyder's Justice League, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, outside of that, we haven't really gotten that. And it's the first time we're seeing like a solo flash movie and to do a flashpoint esque story really is just confusing because although like flashpoint is a super cool, like story on its own in comics and the animated movie is great. Um, if you're not going to do like a hundred percent, a flashpoint adaptation, then what, then why would you even try? Uh, because changing that story at all is not I just I just don't get it and then bringing in Michael Keaton's Batman uh, Supergirl who I'm I'm so nervous about Supergirl I don't want her to just for me with um uh the actress that plays Iris West, what's her name again? Kiersey Clemens. Oh, I forget her name. Is it yeah, Kiersey yeah. Clemens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She made comments recently kind of just like it was to like the extent of like, uh, oh, I hope you like it type thing, you know? Um, oh, shit. <laughs> so it's like, what I'm really nervous about is like, there's going to be this weird love triangle with like the Flash and Iris and Barry. And I'm just not looking forward uh, to that. I mean, not the Flash. The Flash, uh, Iris and Supergirl. I'm just not really looking forward to something like that happening. I just this whole thing is just a mess and then bringing in like General Zod and Feora and <laughs> back uh, you know, I just I just don't get it. I really Wait, they are? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like surprise, no snap. It neck. just it really <laughs> Yeah, it really just feels like they're going to be going back to pivotal moments in the DCEU and just changing them so now that it never happened. So like let's say um they go back to the Man of Steel scene where mm. uh, Superman fights General Zod, and it's not Superman; it's actually Supergirl. And you know, there's no snap neck. 
So the events of Man of Steel don't happen. The events of BVS don't happen. The events of Justice League and all these other movies like Birds of Prey, none of this stuff happens because of this. So it just really feels like they're hitting the reset button. Disaster. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm just really, you know, I love Ezra. They're a pick for Barry that I didn't expect, but Mm -hmm. I love once I saw it. Um, it just sucks to see like people get sucked into like Warner Brothers BS, you mm-hmm. know, because I know Andy Muschietti wants to do like a great story and like wants to entertain people, but it's just like, it, I don't know, it just really feels like this movie is like a reset button. Which I just, I just think it's a really like horrible, oh my God. I think it's a really bad, also too, as a big, as a big fan, it's like, 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 okay, so as a, as a studio, okay, so let's do Zack Snyder's Justice League for HBO Max. I, I, I generally feel like they just did it because they need something for HBO Max and they were like, you know, this thing online is really big. Let's just, let's just do it. Um, I did, I, part of me just doesn't feel like it was like a genuine, oh, we want to be nice and we, we, we fucked, we fucked up and it just feels like, hey, we need some, we need some content next year. So let's let's bring him. Yeah. Okay, so he does the movie, right? And the movie's great. And the ending, everyone wants to see what happens. As a studio, why would you then following year just erase that? When you when you just gave Oh my god. I don't know. I, I just I it as a, they're just it's such baffling decision making over there that I just don't get because if you wanna move on then don't do the don't do the movie last year but mm-hmm. you 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 moved forward with doing the movie so now you yeah if 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 i'm a fan if i'm like a big fan of this movie and i want to see the rest of it i mean you thought like just because you got we got we got the you know Zack Snyder Justice League everyone was just like okay all right we're we're, we're cool we'll move on now yeah. no it's <laughs> everyone wants to see the rest now what, what did you expect yeah. it's like Ugh, beats me man do you have any thoughts on i completely agree with everything that meg said um for me <laughs> what stings the most and you know how much batfleck means to me is just yeah how can you do this to someone how can you do this to an entire cast and i'm talking about joss whedon and like making like a very uncomfortable set and then making like some people not even want to be in a superhero film anymore and hearing Ben talk about it in that way and wanting to move away from like Batman. And I would have just had the sign off at the end of Zack Snyder's justice league as his final scene Mm -hmm. ever. But the fact that he's, he has to be in the flash and I already know that they're going to like kill him. I don't know what they're going to do. If they kill him off in the flash in, in that way, like I'm, I'm going to be upset. I don't want that to be the final moment that my like my favorite batman goes out and it's just going to be really really hard to watch it everything that i've been hearing about the flash since day one i haven't i I haven't been for it i'm not excited for it everything that that meg went through like in saying what it's going to be about it's just really sad that like they were trying to build the foundation they had everything there they had the players there and you're it's a slow build like the mcu took 10 years to like achieve what they did like you're not gonna hit that in the span of like 
five or six movies. Like they should have realized that, but you're hitting the reset button way too early. And these are actors and characters that gave excellent performances in, in my opinion. And you're just going to wipe that away. It, it just sucks. It just sucks that it's, it has to be all of that in a flash movie. I personally don't think that the use of Supergirl in this is going to make people happy. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not, oh, I'm not looking forward to it. Everything I've heard and especially everything that happened with Ray Fisher, like it's just, it, it's not a good time. And I feel bad for everyone tied to this, especially Muschietti. Cause I know he's going to get the brunt of it and it's not his mm. fault. Oh yeah. I, 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 I love me some Supergirl. And I'm like, not like, not like yeah. this, man. Don't, I don't know. But, uh, Brett, how about you in the flat? Look, I was originally excited for this movie because I have always loved the flash as a character and Andy Muschietti as a director when he finally signed on and they said they were basically doing when I heard that it wasn't going to just be a straight up solo movie and it was Flashpoint. I was like, it's an interesting choice, but at least we know that the Flashpoint can be awesome. It's a great storyline in the comics and the animated movie is fucking great. So I was like, you know what? This could work. And they could also pretty much make it like their own, like a multiverse of madness in a sense, you know, they could have like some cool Mm -hmm. cameos in there. They could have Jeffrey Dean Morgan as like the darker Batman. Like that's Thomas Wayne and not Bruce and stuff. Like there's a lot of cool shit they could really do with it. But as time has gone on and then we got this recent news that this is essentially like both Manda and Meg were saying, a reset button to erase everything that came before it that many fans like ourselves are extremely passionate about um, from Man of Steel to BBS to the Snyder Cut, the way that everything seems to be going on set, the treatment of Ray Fisher, the fact that this is Ben Affleck's last movie and he basically never wants to play the character again because he's had such a bad time um, because of the reshoots on Justice League and everything. It I just, saw that interview, by the way. I was like, woof. Yeah, it, was, it breaks my heart it was, because... It was like, I'm fucking done after this Justice League one. I was like, as you Yeah, should. like there was a time that this guy was so excited to play this role and you could literally just see the life drain from him and it's so Why the sad. fuck is Batman quipping? What is going on? <laughs> what, what is happening here, man? And then the worst blow of all, though, the worst blow of all in my mind is I do think that this is the final nail in the coffin on ever seeing Henry Cavill in the Superman suit again and that is what kills me more than anything else on this movie aside from the real life stuff like Ray Fisher and everything Mm -hmm. in terms of this universe it like it literally brings a tear to my eye because Henry Cavill he is my Superman like he is the guy that I think of Superman he is the perfect pinnacle like I know everyone loves Christopher Reeves and stuff like that but he's not for me Man of Steel and Henry Cavill (laughs) is the pinnacle of the character Mm -hmm. he is the living breathing embodiment of everything that I hold near and dear as Superman personally so what's interesting you know is that I know I don't know like it's it's just a rumor but it sucks that like these crazy rumors like Mm. I'm believing because it's Warner Brothers um that (laughs) you know they're they're getting rid of you know henry like superman is no longer gonna be like one of the trinity of the justice league it's gonna be supergirl and then batgirl is gonna replace uh batman as one of the trinity which i am all for i'm all for like more women in the justice Mm -hmm. league i want that so badly absolutely yeah but i don't 
want women characters just replacing male characters when they are like their own thing exactly. you know like barbara gordon is such an amazing character outside of being batgirl and just to like take that character and be like oh she's batman now it's like um okay and like michael keaton being the one to pass the torch to her when he's not even the canon batman makes no sense <laughs> and and supergirl replacing superman when superman's her mentor and like her last family member and it's like it's just warner brothers wanting to say that they're feminist and they put women first just to as like a mask of like all of the dumb yeah. shit yeah. they do yeah. and all the racist <laughs> stuff they do it's just like we can see through it Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, feels forced. You don't need women characters to replace men characters. Exactly. Like they can coexist and they can like kick ass together and they can like imagine like a Hall of Justice shot of them all just around the table. But like it's 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 not going to happen, which sucks. Mm-hmm. And so many female characters bit. too can car- yeah. they've carried their own entire massive storylines. Like exactly. it's just I love these characters. I yeah. love Supergirl, Batgirl, but mm-hmm. the, yeah, as you said, they can very much so stand on their own, and they should have that ability to rather than yeah, like you said, like we can see exactly what Warner Bros is trying to do. Right, they're trying to cover their tracks for all the shit that they've been caught in over the last couple of years, and it's just yeah, it 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 is what it is. Oh Jesus, Leo. Lastly, the Flash. Uh, I was just going to bounce off on what Meg was saying real quick. I find it funny that they are touting up these female versions of these characters, but they canceled Mm -hmm. Powerpuff Girls, like an actual (laughs) superhero, female superhero (laughs) show. Yes. Which, thank goodness, uh, because the CW wouldn't handle that well anyway, but I just feel like it was kind of funny canceling the actual female superhero shows Mm -hmm. for a more alternative version of these male heroes. Um, you know, I, I grew up loving Spider-Man. That was my favorite superhero. My dad's favorite superheroes are actually the flash and green lantern. So Mm. that's where I got a lot of my DC from as a, as a kid, I read a lot of those comics. So I was really looking forward to flash, but I'm going to just go ahead and and say it. The, the Ezra Miller stuff and what happened with him and that lady in that video was a little Mm -hmm. weird. And I found it like really sketchy that nobody addressed it. It just kind of got swept right back under the rug Warner Brothers do like they usually do and announce some casting for Frosty the Snowman. Oh, man, Jason Momoa, the movie's still happening, guys, to derail (laughs) the news from covering that. So I just thought that that was weird. And I I just feel like there's so much going on with this movie. There's those leaked set photos which show a potential Wonder Woman showing up. Like, it's just like, what, what is the purpose of all this? Is it just to hit the reset button and say, we gave you guys Zack Snyder's Justice League. All right that's done we're moving on with our other things now or does it actually contribute to the formed cinematic universe that they're doing really well honestly i don't really know how to feel about this movie um i hope they bring in grant gustin's flash (laughs) just just for shits and giggles but i don't know I, i i don't really feel like i'm not not looking forward to it but i'm not too excited i'm just gonna kind of let it come and go yeah. I mean, I hope it's good. I I just don't know with everything that's going on with the movie how how it really can be and how I don't know. We <laughs> will see. But um, okay, let's speed through the last two. We have uh last two real quick. Uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Listen, I I don't know what's going on. With I don't this think movie. this movie's gonna come out I, this year. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't Isn't know it what's... still delayed? Like it's still they're well, still not filming they didn't right now. Finish shooting at all. Yeah. 
yeah like, Letitia, merch at some Letitia, point right like got injured and then the anti-vax stuff and then oh, the black and chadwick this movie is just like it's just not and it's then, like production uh, somebody hell. got covid so yeah, yeah it's like Lupita? yeah i yeah, think yeah like some it's it's just production hell with this movie i think it's gonna get delayed into like 2028 or something i just don't <laughs> know what's going on so if, if anyone has any thoughts on black Panther 2 no i good. think delayed uh, it's it's yeah. getting delayed mm-hmm. i think it's i won't delayed. even come out this year uh, yeah. Dwayne, I have a question for you. What's up? What do you want them to do with Chadwick, man? I was thinking of that, actually. Thank you, Leo. Right? Did we lose him? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, is he oh, gone? No. Oh, no. Leo, right, can you ask, else, me, ask me that again? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Leo, oh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, did you think, what did you think about, uh, or what do you think they should do with Chadwick? Okay, so I, ha- I don't... Um, it's tough because I'm kind of in the middle that he should be. I don't. Th- I okay. So I think that they should just do something like I don't know, just like a son or something like that, or like a brother. Like as far as like, I do think the I do think the title Black Panther should continue, but as far as like recasting T'Challa, I do think. I, I think I, I did I personally don't want them to recast T'Challa, but I know if they had to, um, a lot of kids look up to that character. But I yeah. do feel like a lot of kids um are not stupid and they know who played the first the first T'Challa and they would be asking a lot of questions and stuff. So it's kind of a hard conversation to have with like 10, 11 year olds that, oh, hey, well, you know, that one died. So mm-hmm. we have to, we have yeah. to break. I just think it's a tough convert all around. I think it's a tough conversation. And I know, you know, Marvel doesn't want to, doesn't want to do it, but they're kind of like in this, in this kind of holding period where like, you know, like I do think I want to see Black Panther, like, again, I want to see that character, but I personally, at first, like in the beginning, I was like, okay, I think you should make someone else Black Panther. And then I said, I personally was like, you know, like Winston Duke is a perfect guy to just take yeah, the mantle man. and stuff. You know, you know, um, yeah, you know, I think it would have been great. I don't know what's going on with Letitia, so maybe that's what that was where they're gonna. It seems like she's the star of the movie, so I think that's where they were gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know because I, I'm I'm in the middle. If they recast, if they recast a Chadwick, I would get it. If they don't, I would get it. So I don't know. But what about what about you? Um, you know, I I'm the same way. I kind of just don't know where I sit. On the one hand, I I, I feel the recast to Chala movement. I understand. I get it. I I know that it is a beloved hero, mm-hmm. um, especially in the black community, especially for young black men. Who, who need who really need that but i like part of me doesn't want him to be recast because that's i feel like it's treading on the legacy of chadwick boseman because he did bring that character to life live action but and then on the other hand of it you've got kids who might be disappointed in where they go i'm like you um i kind mm-hmm. of i kind of hope they do have maybe like a son or a little brother that he didn't know about or something like that. And maybe he works with Killmonger or something like that. I don't want it to be Killmonger to get the the mantle. (laughs) And I don't Mm -hmm. want it to be Shuri anymore. I don't think, I think that would have been okay before 
all these fiascos. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that would have been a safe place. Um, I, I know somebody had tossed out the idea of a Koye, and I don't think I would hate that. I do Koye, like the idea yeah. of Winston Duke. But I think if you want to just go the safest and best route, I think it might be a good idea to just like introduce a son mm-hmm. or or somebody who you can pass on that mantle to. And like, you know, T'Challa ended up sacrificing his life. They have a very good dedicated funeral for him. And uh, then you pass it on and maybe like he trains with Shuri or, or Okoye or Winston Du's character or maybe even bring Killmonger back. And that's kind of like it's kind of this journey with the two of them. I'm cool with that, I think. But I just I don't know. I go back and forth. Some days I would love to have T'Challa recast just for the legacy to continue. But other days mm-hmm. I don't because I don't want it to tread on Chadwick Boseman. And it's crazy. And of course, you know, as far as like, as far as like the community goes, I'm like, man, it's like, this is probably one of the hardest deaths on the black community just because Period. Um, how much like that 200 and something million dollars that is, that's black folks. Sorry, but that's what it right, was. It was, right. it was, it was crazy. And it was the, I, I, yeah. So it's a really hard, it's like my mom was, my mom was like, Years when when like she found out it happened, you know. So it's a hard yes, question, man. but I'm sure they're in that position where they just don't know. And this movie, it's just like the production of this movie has gone like haywire. So I hope they just delay it maybe into 2024, just to give some time to think about what mm-hmm. you really want to do with this character and stuff. But it's it's just a big movie and it's a big it's a big role, and you know, every a lot of people were looking forward to it. So. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, I and the last got spoiled. <laughs> really? Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, okay. The last movie is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I'm cool. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, I think this is. You know, I'm looking forward to it. I really liked the first Aquaman movie. I just hope that they don't have those Jeff Johns jokes in there anymore like i'm good with those jokes about mess. sniffing your armpit underwater and it smells oh my God. um <laughs> i i like what i like james wan as a director um yeah you know it'll be interesting to see if he actually does do the third one i don't think he will um i'm hoping that uh if we do see mira a lot she has a better costume better wig than the <laughs> last movie um <laughs> Yeah, no, I think Jason Momoa as Aquaman is just absolutely perfect. So I'm going to watch it, of course. Um, Yeah, no, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do, especially because Aquaman doesn't really have that big of a rogues gallery. Like we basically saw it in the first Aquaman movie. (laughs) I don't know why they did two villains. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it'll be interesting to see like the progression of Black Manta. Yaya, absolutely love that guy. Mm um it'll be cool to see where his character goes and just the absolute hatred that he still has for um aquaman and then of course orm patrick wilson perfect casting (laughs) um if if those if these movies don't really prove anything it's just that the the cast is absolutely perfect Um, i still think that i still think that like you know just personality wise but i think also business wise i think I think um, what's his name, Jason Momoa is is as Aquaman is their best casting. Mm-hmm. Yes, personally, yep. because yep. I was like they knew 
exactly what they had to do with Aquaman. If you just made him a like a, a blonde haired dude, he would just be like, uh, like you make him a hot Samoan mm-hmm. with like luscious long hair. Yeah. That audience opening weekend, I just will never forget it when I walked into that theater. It was it was I it was, yes. it was mothers, it was it was wives with no husbands, <laughs> and it was just all they knew what they were doing with that with that casting. So I think I think that's I think it's their best casting. So as far as that, I'm excited. But everything else, I'm like, eh, we'll see. You know, yeah. um, Amanda, you the same way? Yeah, I'm 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 excited for it. You know, we get to see more of everybody. I'm excited to see Orm again. I think they just needed to give him a bit more to do. Um, we'll see where it goes because, like, I don't know how this is going to fit in with everything that's happening on top of that. I want to look at that too if they are going to connect everything because they kind of have to now. It depends on what happens in The Flash, right? So I don't know if it can be like a direct sequel to the first one after everything that's happened. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Jason Momoa is like an actual king in real life. And just <laughs> I'm excited for that stealth suit, the black one. It looks so sick. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and it's going to make money because it is coming out Christmas mm-hmm. times. Like they did a lot. Yeah. The first one did really good. Yeah. So yes. yeah. Um, Brett, how about you? Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, I'm actually in the camp that absolutely unapologetically loves the first Aquaman movie. Um, I actually adore it. I know it has its flaws, but I can't help but have an absolute fucking blast every time I watch it. It's so much fun to watch. Jason Momoa, like you guys said, the dude is just awesome. He's awesome on camera. He's awesome off camera. Um, Patrick Wilson is King Orm. Yaya Abdul-Mateen as um, his name's escaping me, the villain. I don't know why. Black Manta. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with the villains. Like, are we just going to get these two villains, like, rinsed and repeated every single Aquaman movie? I don't really know too much about, right? Like, I, I don't know. But um, I'm excited, though, in all honesty, because I love and trust James Wan as a director, except for Malignant, but I'm not getting into that right now. Dwayne. But in all seriousness, the the movie, we haven't seen anything, and I don't really need to because I liked the first one so much, and it's literally the exact same team coming back for this one. I I can't wait to see it, in all seriousness. I really can't. To be fair, I I did have a good time with the first one as well, too, but... um. Yeah, it's just like I, I feel like I just need some. I need, I need to see like more with what they're doing with this one. Like I know it's probably too early for a trailer, but I'm yeah. I think that's what's where I'm at. Just like you know, I'm okay until we see what's going on with it. And uh, Leo Aquaman. Um, I just want to go back to the casting comment and say that I think Gal's Wonder Woman is the perfect one for the DCE. <laughs> but going to Aquaman too, <laughs> I am looking forward to this. Look, I like that first one a lot. I'm with you, Brett. I'm also in that camp where I really like that first one. To be honest with you, when I watched it in theaters, I think I was kind of like, I thought it was good, not great. But then giving it one more watch last year on HBO Max, I really enjoyed that movie. I thought some of the kind of kookiness and goofiness aside, it's a really good movie. And I'm really looking forward to the second one. But yeah, what are they going to do with these villains? I mean, it's just Black Manta. From now on, there's really nobody else to turn to. <laughs> like Meg was saying, this is his yeah. only Rose Gallery. Man, this the Amber Heard stuff is pretty problematic, folks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to say, you know, bring up any specifics or take a side or anything, but I just think that like that could potentially harm this movie and like all the politics behind that could really, I think, affect some performance and 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 how 
audiences receive this because it might just be like a don't even look at the story or just look past everything we hate amber heard and we don't want her in the movie and i i hope we can kind of get past all that after this one I, unfortunately things with that just are super shaky and super shady so don't really know where they can go with that but all in all i'm excited i don't think that it's going to be mind-blowing by any means but i think it'll be a fun follow-up to the first yeah i'm excited i think we'll see yeah we'll see what's going on uh meg you already went on aquaman yep two Okay. All right. We're all done here, everyone. That is it. That is the year of 2022 in comic book films. Let us know what your thoughts is as far as this year and as far as everything that you're most excited about. For me, out of this whole list, still the Batman for me. So I'll go around and get on social media. Thank you guys all for joining me today. I'll start with you, Brett. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Sure, yeah. Firstly, of course, as always, I just want to say thank you for inviting me on. I love being a member of this team. I love my Cinemania fam. Um, and for my fellow podcasters here tonight as well, it was awesome getting to talk to you all. You're all wonderful people. This has been a really, really fun time, honestly. And I'm looking forward to this year in comic book movies. As to where you can find me, you can find me on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff at BamTubeTV. All right, and Amanda. This was so much fun, as per usual. I'm sorry that I went on a little tangent and I yelled. I'm sorry. I just got to say <laughs> that again. Um, <laughs> you guys can always follow me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, CandidateCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. It's award season, fam, and we're going to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Crazy week for us as far as award season goes. But uh, Leo... Well, first and foremost, thanks for having me on again, Dwayne. Guys, it is always a pleasure to talk comic books, movies, geek stuff, TV shows. Guys, it's such a pleasure to talk with you. Great talking with you for the first time, Meg. And uh, looking forward to award season as well. Like, I, you know, I think this is my first one kind of diving into it a little bit more. So I'm excited mm -hmm. to check those things out. But thanks again for having me on, Dwayne. If you guys want to follow me, you can come on over to YouTube.com, search up Geekly Goods, and that's my YouTube channel with the two Gs on the logo. Come on over. We'll talk the latest in geek. And then I'm across all social media channels at Leo Rydell GG. Is it isn't the Golden Globe supposed to be tomorrow? Yep. Anyway. Um Meg <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much for having me on. This is so fun. I love talking about uh, movies, but comic book movies really just have like a special place in my heart. And this year, I think it's just going to be just one for the making, really. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook. Not Facebook. Why did I say that? Uh, Instagram. Facebook, <laughs> man. Uh, you can't find me on Facebook, but where you can find me is Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Vero, all Wonder Mag. Just type it in. I should be the first one to pop up. If not, I need to figure something out. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, of course. And uh, real quick, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And this, sh it's really late right now, so this show will probably be posted tomorrow. So with that being said, want to officially invite Meg to the Cinemania World team. Yay, Meg! Welcome to the team. Super excited to super excited to get into all the shows with Meg and up. 
more hero hours and more you know of our other shows and reviews it's gonna be super exciting thank you guys all for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was brett manda leo and meg we'll talk to you guys soon Bye bye